This podcast is brought to you by Audible. Visit audibletrial.com slash CSR to download your free audiobook. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash CSR for a free audiobook. And by The Country Squire. Visit thecountrysquireonline.com to discover custom pipes, handcrafted blends, and unparalleled customer service. Thecountrysquireonline.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm Timothy. Timothy, welcome to Country Squire Radio. Man, it has been, I want to say, like a year. Has it? I, it feels like it's been a while. It's, I, it's definitely been a minute. I'm not sure how long. I told I told John David, I said, look, it's it's the holidays. I, I feel like at this point, and I could be wrong here, but I think it's like a, an annual tradition that our Christmas episode or the episode that goes around Christmas, you know, we have you on. Now, of course, uh, longtime listeners have known you by various names uh, <laughs> due to your rise to, to fame uh, throughout the, the history of the show. And uh, now we, we're proud to call you not uh, not some ancillary title, but in fact, a full fledged tobacconist in your own right, Timothy. Ah, uh, well. What an honor to be called my name. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta, you know, some might argue that you have to earn it, but I would say that maybe you never actually had to earn it. But one way or the other, man, we were uh, happy to have you on the show. And I know that uh, a lot of the listeners have been wondering what's been going on with you. Yeah, well, um, I guess normal stuff for the most part. Still in seminary, working at a church in Clinton at Morrison Heights, and then, you know, doing the tobacconist dream. Yeah. And so all of that together kind of takes up a good amount of time. Yeah, I would imagine, man. The tobacconist dream. I feel like that should be called, like that's the name of a blend that needs to happen. <laughs> Probably so. Have you, I, and, you know, you've been at the Country Squire at this point for three plus years? We're About nearing three years. the three year mark. Okay. Yep. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. And in that time, of course, you've uh, uh, been been active in a lot of the local pipe events. You've also uh, become somewhat prolific in the pipe community as a whole, uh, given your, your connection, of course, to the show as well. Uh, for those of you who have never heard Timothy, uh, Timothy works with John David for John David at the Country Squire. Uh, he is a uh, you know throughout the the years. What would you say you've kind of taken away thus far in uh, in in your time at the Country Squire? More so than just tobacco. I mean, I've learned a lot about how to make blends and about pipes. Obviously, that comes with the territory. But more so than that, just how to relate to people. Yeah. I mean, the the Country Squire you know, is a meeting place for all different sorts of, of kinds of people and learning how to talk with them, where they are, whatever stage of life, even though it's different than me, you know, their views may be different, whatever, you know, I've become more confident in who I am, you know, in my own views and have become more comfortable with allowing other people to disagree and, you know, like dialogue or whatever they may look like. So Hands down, interacting with people has been the biggest asset. It's a hub. I mean, it is yeah. the hub of uh, Jackson, if not Mississippi as a whole. And so, yeah, that's that's awesome, man. Uh, all right. Well, you know, we were kind of talking briefly before you know we got on air here, and I, I feel like we have to reference it uh, at least once a week for the next couple of weeks because, oh my gosh, that new Star Wars film. It it was pretty exciting, now, dude. I don't want to like oversell. Okay, I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not a Star Wars nerd. No, no, no. Okay, all right. Um, but as I was telling you, I love going to movies that are events where I know there's going to be hundreds of people decked out, 
you know, did frantically you, wearing did you about tickets. Out? Did you uh, wear a robe or anything like I that? I didn't. Aww. I didn't. But there were people in my theater who did. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, there's no doubt. Um, a lot of Wookiee calls, a lot of... Yeah, a lot of lightsabers. <laughs> it was fun. No, man. it was. Uh, so I also went to the Midnight Show as well. And uh, yeah, definitely a lot of great representation. I actually got there at um, not the best time. We were really late. And so at first, I thought I was going to have to do the front row looking right. straight up at the screen. And uh, fortunately, I just kind of looked at the, my brother and his wife. I was like, nope, every man for himself. See ya. And so I headed up top and finally found a spot that... Uh, was the appropriate perfect moment, and I got to tell you, man, it was uh, it was an event to be sure. I did look during the scene, which was kind of the cantina scene of the uh, of the of the movie where they go into uh, what's her name, the pirate lady's uh, bar. Yes, and all okay, the aliens. Yeah, they're all they're all chilling out. I was looking, I was combing, I was trying to figure out if there's any pipe smoking. Did you happen to catch anything? Uh, I didn't, but I had my eye out. I was looking for the same thing. Got to be in there somewhere. I, you know, well, the great thing is we've got several years and decades to study that movie over and over again. Right. So uh, those of us who are into doing that, if, if there's pipe smoking to be found, we will find it for sure. There's no doubt. <laughs> well, man, okay, so this is great. You mentioned, of course, that you are uh, in seminary and working at the, the church, which is appropriate because the subject matter that we're talking about today is pipe smoking in Seminary or pipe smoking and seminary okay. kind of going to goes hand in hand because one of the things that a lot of people may be somewhat surprised to hear about is that pipe smoking is very much you know part of it's 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 very much kind of found its hold within uh, the seminary lifestyle. In fact, a lot of people that come into the country squire are actually uh, in seminary in some form or fashion, and it's funny. As I go to, whenever I go to RTS Jackson, they've got a big sign that says, This is a tobacco free campus. And I just look at it and say, You are lying. (laughs) (laughs) Little do you know. Exactly. (laughs) So, uh, you know, walk us through, of course, your journey, man. Were you, uh, (laughs) did you, did you come to seminary first or the pipe first? Pipe first. Yeah. Um, I kind of followed the, stereotypical or we'll say traditional the traditional route that's good that's good of of pipe smoking while at a baptist university and so i had some friends who were involved with pipe smoking but you know they were all pipe idiots you know like (laughs) we shared one pipe and could get like four puffs off of it before it went out and then we're like oh man we're so cool pipe beginners one might (laughs) say that's what i'll say me and my friends we were idiots (laughs) (laughs) other people may be beginners right um and you know it kind of it kind of grew from there slowly but surely and it's just one of those things that wasn't going to stop because of seminary you know luckily I've, i've worked at churches that have always been cool with it yeah you know just um always baptist I was Baptist. Intr- Baptist, Southern Baptist church, Southern Baptist churches, cool with mm-hmm. pipe smoking. Yeah, like it's one of those things that I'm sure to let people know up front. Yeah, you know, when they see maybe on my resume, they say, "Well, what's the country squire?" I'll say, "Well, I sell pipes and cigars." Oh, do you smoke? Why, yes, you know? <laughs> yes, I do. Just like Charles Spurgeon. That's right. And I'll, I'm not afraid to name drop. That's right. And so um, it's kind of fun. I mean, you know, just the other day we finished our semester at. Um, in OBTS, the New Orleans Baptist Theological Seminary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we did the same thing that we do every semester, and that's go get a stogie from the squire. Oh, you know, dude. me and um, this is a smaller group than normal, but normally it's me and five or six other guys straight from the seminary class. So I guess you're actually taking classes remotely then, is that right? I'm at the Extension Center in Clinton. Okay, so right. I, I didn't realize that. All right, so the new, but it is the New Orleans Seminary. It is. Okay, how many how many kind of satellite sites like that do they have? Is it just Clinton? Mm, no, it's there's dozens, um, kind of all around the South. Yeah, 
there's one in Clinton and there's one in, in Madison um, through Broadmoor that I know. I go to the one that's through Mississippi College. Yeah. Well, all right. So you're 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 up front, of course, with the churches up front with the seminary. I mean, any pushback there? I mean, has that ever caused any issues? No. Um, you know, just like the first day of seminary classes that, you know, you did in the first day of fifth grade or whatever, you go around the room and kind of tell your name and, and things about you. And, you know, since I'm bivocational, that's always worth talking about. And so, you know, all my teachers know on the first day that um, I work at the country squire. And the most that I've gotten is like a, huh, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you look at that. Yeah, that's right, that's right, it. Right. Um, and normally people will say things like, oh, I dropped by there once in the 70s or, you know, I used to meet with some guys up there, you know, things like that. Right, right, right. Okay, fair enough, fair yeah, enough. No so big deal. That's, I mean, I feel like that's uh, that's huge, man, because we have a lot of ministers that have written into the show, and we've got we've got some, you know, like our uh, our good friend Reborn Pipes up in Canada, who you know say it loud, say it proud. But then we've also got some ministers who write in saying, never use my real name. You know, I want to show you my pipes. I want to be right. part of this community, but I don't want anyone to ever know my real name. In fact, don't even read my you know thoughts. On, on the podcast. And we've got a number of people that do that. Yeah, which, which is valid. You yeah. Know, like congregations who may be uneasy with such may legitimately feel that it's sin. I mean, you can't have your, your pastor um, dealing with such with, without like the proper course of action, which, you know, in like if you're talking about Southern Baptist, that could take millennia. Sure, <laughs> you know? sure. Um, and so, yeah, it's definitely one of those things that those are, those are wise decisions to make. I've just been fortunate that I've just never had to, to deal with that. It's always kind of been open and cool. We have to be mindful. I think you're, you're right. You do have to be kind of mindful of your congregation and, and where you're plugged in. You know, it's interesting at uh, RUF, which is a campus ministry, mm-hmm. a ministry with uh, a Reform University Fellowship. Uh, it, it's different from campus to campus. The overall experience is like, for example, if you, you're RUF and you're at something like a, you know, University of Mississippi, you know, they kind of encourage you to not go out and drink crazy or anything like that. And to kind of have, you know, maintain kind of a certain lifestyle. And obviously it's not like a prerequisite or requirement, but you're encouraged to kind of go against the grain right. a little bit and, and kind of display uh, Christ in that way. Whereas me going to a Baptist university and having an RUF uh, and being involved in RUF, we were a little bit more actually encouraged to go out and yeah, drink. Yeah, you were the wild kids. Well, not not to be wild, <laughs> not to be wild at all, but to actually, again, go against the grain and show that there is a way that you can consume these things right. in moderation and to the glory of God. And so it's, but, but at the same time, again, same goal, different environment. And so it looks differently in, in how you're displaying. So, I mean, there's definitely an argument to be made there that, uh, you know, for, for some ministers makes perfect sense that they would want to keep oh, yeah. it I mean, closer to the chest. Context is, is major key in all of this. Well, the, what makes me happy though, is that the seminary themselves, I mean, they're, uh, they're cool with it. Even if, you know, certain seminaries won't allow any tobacco on campus, you know, their, their staff is all smoking pipes. Their, their students are all smoking pipes. I mean, for you has being a pipe smoker, has that actually influenced or, or maybe, uh, enhanced your experience in seminary? Yes. I tell people all the time that if I could smoke pipes during class, that I would be the best seminary student that they have ever seen. <laughs> right, right. Um, because I just think about that all the time. Like nine o'clock rolls along, I'm in Greek class. And I'm settling in for a three-hour discourse. Right. Well, let's go. Light me up a bowl. Um, <laughs> and it, it definitely helps, man. Every time I have major projects to do, I have a little self-made courtyard on the side of my house. And if I'm writing a paper, like I'm going to be out there with my mm. books and mm. my journals and my pipe, like taking care of business. I don't know if I've ever 
done any reading for seminary at all yeah. where a pipe wasn't involved. <laughs> so it's a big part of it. Right. Now you, you know, you, you mentioned too that you've been involved in youth ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, making sure that, that that's kind of, you know, upfront your students as they've become of age, have they become customers of yours? Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about this. Yeah. I'm no longer in youth ministry. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm in college ministry now. And that makes things easier. <laughs> it does great, greatly. <laughs> right. Um, the last church that I worked at, though, I became very close with a couple of seniors in high school and a couple of college freshmen, right? Who um, are now, you know, all kind of deep into college, and probably like twice a month on Saturdays, I know that they're going to come in. Right. Right. You know, they may not um, hang out for long, or they may spend the entire day, but we're going to catch up. We're going to smoke a little together, and. Everything's cool, you know. It just everybody's right. cool with it, and, it, and it's wonderful. Um, and kind of how that relationship has changed from like, okay, I'm teaching these people how to go deeper into scripture to, you know, I'm just kind of seeing where they are in life, and I'm just being their friend and and kind of encouraging them as we smoke pipes at the country squire. Right. Um, I don't know. It's wonderful. It's great. No, fellowship is is. I mean, it's an aspect of ministry. A hundred percent. And I mean, you you'd be hard pressed to find the kind of fellowship that in, that you get in a local pipe shop or that you can have in a local pipe shop than you will anywhere else. Right. And, and so my ministry to these students gets to continue through the, the avenue of pipe smoking in the country squire. Right. You know, where if we didn't have that, um, it, it would just be harder to get everything together. So I got to ask you, you how, how long are you uh, for seminary? How many uh, more semesters do you have? I'm halfway through an 88-hour degree. An 88? Oh, good night. Um. So two more years? Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that at the very latest, December twenty seventeen, I'm I'm wrapping it up. Okay. All right. Just in time for episode eight. All right, yeah, episode eight. Oh, is Sorry, that right? Okay. Eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was about to look forward to. I looked that up uh earlier today. Okay, so all right, so you got two more years. Where are you thinking, man? I mean, obviously, you know, you're called to a church, but but at the same time, do you have kind of a, a hope or, or a calling of where you want to actually take your ministry? I know I want to pastor. Um, that's kind of always been the goal. I want to be the guy who's at a church for 30 years. Right. You know, that I, I find my niche. I'm just there. Um, where that's going to be, I'm not sure. I would like to go to a, I would like to stay um, in the country and kind of deal with some some issues at home. Um, but where, not sure. I'm also um, very seriously dating a girl who lived two years in Tunisia, North Africa. Oh, well, there you go. And so um, she has a very strong desire for the rest of the world. And so who knows kind of how we split time up. You know, we can't really even talk about seminary and, and just kind of missions in general without mentioning that, of course, at the Country Squire and, and as part of the Magnolia Pipe Club that we're a member of, we actually have uh, a missionary uh, who's a remote member of the club. Absolutely. And is always, it's, it's interesting because he's very rarely ever physically there, but he's always got a presence because, you know, the, the pipe club has kind of supported him and, and his ministry, uh, even if it's not direct. I mean, obviously the, the Magnolia pipe club is not a religious institution or anything like that. And we've got members that are not necessarily Christian, right? They still, you know, you know, recognize and, and welcome this brother in the briar, if not brother in Christ, and they want to support him and his efforts. And so, uh, it's, it's been great to actually see even, even people who have kind of gone through seminary and gone out into the missions field, maintaining that community, that pipe community back home, uh, throughout while they're 
off doing their thing. So if you were to to go abroad, man, or overseas, then uh, man, you, you you know you'd have a home and uh, and a support group back here that was lighting up in your honor every chance we got. Absolutely, I like that. Lighten up in my honor. Absolutely, man. <laughs> That's good. It's good. Uh, so things are with the lady are going well. Things are well. That's good. Yes, that's good. Well, that's uh, you know I was I was going to not ask about that because I didn't want to put you on the spot. But um, since since you did bring that up, is she in seminary as well? She is. She went through a, a, a program where if she ever wants to continue with that program for missions in the future, she has to have so many seminary credit hours. Right. And so she's not really looking for a degree. You know, she's a, a full time nurse, but. She's just kind of having that in the back pocket just in case. Gotcha, gotcha. She, but, but not like, not, she wasn't like seminary dating. Cause you know how it is in seminary. Oh, like, oh, no, no, no. no uh-huh. not, yeah, not at all. No, she, that was probably <laughs> getting the, that MRS the from the furthest seminary. thing from her mind. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> and I hijacked her. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's the best way that it goes down. I actually, I was talking to somebody uh, recently who was a, a campus minister. Um, or doing an internship at uh, at a campus, and uh, she was telling me I was, about all the different people there. I was like, okay, you know, are you the only intern? No, there's a guy intern as well. Okay, well, are, have y'all started dating yet? And she was like, no, no, he's married. I was like, oh, well, that's okay. You still got the senior students because you everybody wow, knows that man. happens. No, You're brutal. Look, it's look, it's I, truth. I say truth. that I say that out of love. You understand? I'm not judging at all. I mean, gosh, the uh, the the minister that married me and my wife he met his wife because she was the intern at the school that he was going to, uh, when he was a senior. And so, I mean, it, it facts check out. I it's, it's, it's there. It's there. So <laughs> I can't be judged too heavily for that. Um, but one way or the other, glad, uh, glad that you're in seminary and also glad to get your perspective too. Um, and hopefully that will give a little bit of encouragement, uh, to some of those that are in ministry and also smoking a pipe and, and, you know, give you a little bit of comfort if you feel like it's not right to kind of let your congregation in. You've got somebody here in Timothy that understands that. Um, but also, you know, it's can be quite helpful and actually uh, build relationships stronger with your congregation and, and with those uh, of whom you're serving when you're able to sit down and, you know, light up a pipe and, and maybe let the guard down a little bit and kind of get into where you are in life and, and, and what's going on. Um, I wanted to ask you to, if you were, and this is just you personally, if you were called to a congregation that was uh, adverse to your uh, your tobacconist lifestyle, <laughs> um, how would you handle that? Because of course, it's part of your resume. I mean, it's going to be it, it's out there. I, you're one of the most prolific uh, people in in tobacco in the world, <laughs> uh, at least in a French kind of way. So, I mean, how how do you how do you handle that? Well, it it being on my resume is helpful because it's known. It gets up in front, but. I mean, let, let's let's be real. Not to to just totally take it away from from the um, the importance of pipe smoking or the, the or the fun that is pipe smoking. But if it comes down to it, if it comes down to an opportunity to preach the gospel to a congregation who needs to hear it, and that was just a major hindrance, well, then my pipe smoking days would be put on the shelf. And that's, I think, the right mindset right there. Right. It. You know, I've I've had this conversation about many things because you can you can substitute pipe smoking for beards i've had it about beards before sure yeah, um, yeah, or, yeah. or whatever it may be um i love how it it alcohol pipes or beards, beards. Sure. <laughs> right. yeah absolutely any any of the big three um <laughs> that's the big three. Oh my gosh we need a t-shirt that's great <laughs> but even even with how much i enjoy it i mean like it's it, it's secondary to what i believe is the most valuable call and most valuable position that i have in my life um now hopefully that can be strengthened and fixed. Yeah. Right? Because if, if we're dealing with issues where we, we look at pipe smoking and we say, oh my gosh, this is just 
absolutely awful. Okay, well, we need to talk about where you're getting this from. Um, because it, it may or may not come from poor hermeneutics. Like, we may be reading Scripture wrong. We may be reading things into Scripture, which are problems that, as a pastor, I need to know about and fix. Right. And so, who knows? Maybe put it up, and then after a while, hey, bring it back out, because problems have been handled. Right, right, right. Or maybe not, and that's okay, too. No, that's good, man. I think that's a great perspective. Well, man, I always uh, appreciate it whenever you come on the show to bring your, your unique perspective. Of course, you're also uh, far younger than, uh, <laughs> not not that much younger, Right? You're not that much younger than... How old are you? 25. Far younger than... <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, your, your perspective is always very welcome. And the other reason why I always love having you on is because you also have such great recommendations for what you're reading. Yeah. The th- I mean, the things that I'm reading right now are very seminary-esque. Sure. Uh, but I don't know if it's on Audible or not. Um, but I've been really into... Uh, it's called The Story of Christianity. Hmm. And it's by Jesso Gonzalez, who's Presbyterian. So nod to you, sir. Um, <laughs> yes, I, I am the representative of the Presbyterian <laughs> Church. But he he walks through the kind of the um, it, it's a church history book. But ju- just to show how good this stuff is, like we read the first one through the first semester, and I'm taking the second semester of the church history class um, coming in January. Right. And I've I'm already like ten chapters into the book just because it's so good. Like reading about reformers, and there's you know there's a little bit of a uh, nods to pipe smoking sure. and whatnot. Um, and I don't know, it's just really really good. You gotta love it when the book that you're required to read becomes the book that you want to read. Yeah, that, that seems to be a rare thing. It very rare. Yeah. Um, and so I'm very excited about this one. Well, if it's not, that's okay because you can check on Audible and find a lot of great books, and and right. maybe a book that you uh, feel as a requirement will become something that you uh, fall in love with. The beautiful thing about Audible is that uh, it is all audiobooks, so it doesn't matter. You are able to listen at your leisure wherever you're listening to this podcast. You should be able to listen to Audible. So head, check it out. AudibleTrial.com/slash/CSR will get you a free audiobook. And let me just say because this is the last time for a while that Audible will be a sponsor, that we absolutely love them. They are such a wonderful, wonderful company. They've been with us since the beginning. Just want to say, if you haven't, this is the day. Get your free audiobook, audibletrial.com slash CSR. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Pipe question of the week. Pipe question of the week this week is brought to us by Lane BCA. Man, that BCA, that beautiful black Cavendish. If you haven't had a chance to check it out, you have got to do it. Now, of course, Timothy being here, being the uh, the tobacconist that he is, he has been uh, partial and, and one who has come to the table many a time to blend several different tobaccos together. Man, that BCA, I know it's been a, a crucial component to many fine mixtures in your time. Oh, it's key to a lot of things. Very important. Yeah. Beautiful smelling, wonderful to taste. If you have not tried BCA, be it uh, sprinkling it in some of your own blends or just smoking it on its own, you got to try it out. So Lane BCA, pick it up today. All right. We've got a question. This actually comes in anonymously and uh, perhaps we can see why as we read the question here. (laughs) Is there ever a time when you personally would choose a cigar instead of a pipe? Uh, yeah, hiding the old identity behind the uh-huh. cigar question. <laughs> <laughs> so we should say that we here at Country Squire Radio, while we are a pipe centric podcast, we are not opposed to cigars at all. No, not in the least. Yeah. Um, for me, ninety nine percent of the time, I'll go to, go to the pipe. Um, but when it comes to celebratory occasions, mm. then it, it's all cigar for me. Really mm-hmm. interesting. Okay, that so. Probably the ninety nine percent of the time I'm going to the pipe, um, even for me actually even for celebration type of situations. I mean I think, uh, uh, gosh, recently I've been just cracking into this this massive Nording Church Warden I have is kind of my new I've designated it as my Christmas pipe. Yeah, and uh, just have been enjoying it around the holidays and it's been oh so good. Uh, and then you know I've I actually I've bought pipes specifically for occasions like for a trip or for you know if I knew that something was coming up and. You know, I, I had kind of this image of once I do X, Y, Z, once I've accomplished those things, I'll be able to sit back and smoke this new pipe and I refuse to smoke it until I get to that place. Yeah. Uh, so typically the pipe is still even a big celebration for me. I will say, hmm, in recent memory, the primary time that I've gone to cigars have been when I've been in New Orleans okay, and specifically gone to the New Orleans Cigar Factory just because that experience of going to that, that shop is so unique and and the the quality of cigars they have are, are amazing um but you're sitting there you walk into their humidor you kind of they, they display all of their cigars and as they're kind of walking you through their cigars outside and you see it they're all lined up are all of the folks that are actually rolling the cigars right then and there right and so there's something about being surrounded by the process you know what i mean yeah. where, where it's kind of like okay I'm seeing this get made. I want to enjoy it as I'm watching the process. Yeah, you're in the thick of it. Exactly. Um, and plus, their cigars are just so fine. Uh, so I think the only time that I actually ever go for a cigar is while I'm in New Orleans and specifically in that location. If not that, then it's pipe all the way. Let me uh, add this to the conversation because yeah. um, I thought of another instance that the cigar comes in handy. And that is when I'm with... Mr. Joey Gatewood, oh. who is my dad, oh, okay, um, who 
gave me my first pipe. Yeah. Which w- was his from the 70s that he bought from the Country Squire, actually. Um, but he has given up smoking pipes, and he'll smoke cigars with me. And so gotcha. anytime I go home, if I want to smoke with my dad, I know that I'm going to have to bring a couple of cigars <laughs> with me. Right. And he's going to be, you know, much appreciative. And then we'll just kind of sit for, you know, an hour or so and just kind right. of talk and smoke. You know, I, I do recall at my brother's bachelor party, my dad brought cigars. But even then, because we were smoking, everybody was smoking around uh, playing poker. Right. But even then, I had a massive, like a, um, gosh, I can't remember the what it's called, but like a bent briar pipe with like this massive bowl that I yeah. specifically got to, to smoke while I was playing cards. And so everybody else was smoking um, cigars, but I was smoking my pipe. And I had one spare that I actually let my brother use because he wanted to try it as well. But, there you go. Uh, always, which, by the way, nice little tip. If you're ever going someplace uh, it, and you know you're going to be smoking your pipe, you also know that there's going to be folks around that uh, either enjoy smoking their pipe or may not have done it before, bring two because you might have a friend who wants to uh, to give it a try and you might not want to hand them you know, the one that you've been Yours. using. <laughs> so do that. Uh, great question, anonymous. You don't have to be anonymous <laughs> about that. You can, you can come clean. Nothing wrong with cigars. We love cigars here. So if, much so if you got a pipe question of the week, send it on CSR at potisteri dot com. Quick fire with, with the squire. squire. questions all right this is great we got these in uh, of course we've had this massive list that we've been working through from okay. uh, listener mortensen debbie and uh we are continuing on that list with timothy here on country square radio you ready for this i'm ready Let's okay go. this is good or golden slice or mac baron scottish mixture golden slice okay so this is interesting uh recently we had the uh csr or not csr but the magnolia pipe club christmas party mm-hmm. and as part of that christmas party there was a kind of a name drawing by the way you were you were absent during this time i was okay you were well you were missed we all missed you thank you uh party's not a party ain't no party like a timothy party because a timothy party is mandatory <laughs> <laughs> mandatory fun That's the right. best fun exactly um but so all right so there was uh, a, a kind of a spread of tins and mm-hmm. also like a pipe rack and everything else. And uh, when Golden Slice, Golden Slice was actually up there mm-hmm. or Golden Slice. And when the time came and somebody took it, the entire crowd, because it was you pull a name and you could come up and you could choose mm-hmm. a prize. The entire crowd just went, oh, like everybody hated him for taking it. Right. Why, what, what is it about or Golden Slice that makes it so amazing? Dude, it's it's really good. It's a, a smooth, crisp Virginia that has kind of a, an orange taste to it. And people who are new... To pipe smoking, I yeah. tell them that it's like smoking a blue moon. Really? Yeah, because it has that kind of citrusy taste to it. And it I don't know, man. It burns well. I'm, I don't know anybody who picks it up and it's like, oh, this is just garbage. You know, everybody yeah, yeah. I know loves it. Well, I was going to say Scottish mixture because I've never actually smoked Golden Slice, but I think I actually have Golden Slice in my cellar because I think I won it a while back. Probably so. We love to give it away. Yeah, so I'll, I'll check it out. All right, socks or no socks in sandals? Um, I'm literally not wearing socks right now, and it's cold and rainy. It outside. is freezing outside. Yeah. All right, yeah. So never, never socks with sandals. No, no, no. I'm I'm with you on that. Uh, Arwen or Torrell. So if I'm if I'm remembering yes. correctly, these are both elven women. Yes. Uh, Arwen being the uh, the princess who was in love with Aragorn from the Lord of the Rings, and uh, Torrell being the elf lady they made up for the Hobbit films. I think they made it up, right? Like, she wasn't in the book. I know she wasn't yeah, in the yeah, Hobbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now I'm, I'm tracking with you. Those right. names rang a bell, and I was trying to place them, but right. now I'm with you. Right, right, right. And the real one is the one I pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to go with uh, Liv Tyler. Wasn't she played by Liv Tyler? 
Am I mentioning that wrong? Yes. No, no, no. You're right. Yeah, right? Yes. Because it was Steve Tyler's daughter. Yes. Liv Tyler. Yes. Okay. I'm, think, I'm confident in this. Right. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm going to go with you there as well. All right. Unicorn or Pegasus? Pegasus. Got to go with Pegasus. Right. Because a Pegasus can fly. Yeah. For, for all like functionary reasons, Unicorn's just a horse. It really is. Now... You could, you know, I've, I've been waiting for one day somebody to tell like a really gruesome, terrible story about unicorns being these savage beasts. Right. Like with these spears on their heads. Yes. Uh, but until then, as long as they're all flying around and shooting out, you know, rainbows behind them, I, I think I'm going to have to go Pegasus all the way. Fact. Plus, you know, Pegasus, just the mythology that is, has been tied to Pegasus and even reworked within Greek mythology um, is just fantastic. So love it. Uh, all right. I think that's going to do it. So good stuff. Thank you, Morton, for those questions. And if you've got quick fire questions, send them in CSR at potestery.com. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. All right. We've got some listener feedback this week. And the first one comes in from iTunes. It says, uh, this is HemIV or HemIV. H-E-M-I-V. Hemv. Well done. All right. Uh, he says, a weekly stable. The show guided me into a deeper appreciation of pipes and tobacco. Everything about it is on point and my tastes. Everything about it is on point to my tastes. The episodes are easily digestible and just under an hour long. There are regular bumps, jingles, and segments that provide a nice sense of familiarity. And the banter is never too far off topic. I highly recommend this show for anyone remotely interested in pipes and tobacco-related products. It's entertaining, educational, and often provides a unique insight into the inner workings of the tobacco industry. As an added bonus, this was the first podcast I began listening to with regularity. And now I've amassed a number of enjoyable subscriptions that keep me entertained and educated every day. So thanks, Bo, for your great work with Pottery. Man, thank you so much. That's awesome. Wow. What Look, a review. I love I love like learning that people got into podcasting specifically because of this show. Yeah. Uh, because obviously, you know, if, if you know anything about me, I'm I'm really into the podcasting world and, and anything that advances the industry overall, and I'm I'm definitely all about. We also have one from YouTube, which is that last one in orange. Yes, from I am a wrench. And this reads Great show, fellas. Enjoy seeing you in the shop. Want to get down there one day. Good topic, and enjoyed seeing Danny's uh, from the Burden Bear leather work. Boy, he does fine work. His pipes are also quite handsome. Take good care, guys. Steven. All right. Well, great stuff. Yeah, of course, this is in reference to the uh, tracking and packing episode we did a couple weeks back uh, on the YouTube channel. You know, that was the first uh, time that we've had so many uh, visual aids as we've mm-hmm. been doing the show. And of course, you know, I've, I've said before, uh, and I, I will continue saying it until the day I die, you know, we are, we are an, an audio experience first. We're a podcast first. Right. And so it's, it's important that even when we do have visual aids that really what you're doing is you're hearing us kind of describe them and, and put them forth. Uh, but a lot of the folks that have tuned into the YouTube channel have been, you know, giving us tips and feedback and what they've liked. And so we're also trying to uh, walk two lines there. It's, it's been an interesting process. Have you checked out the new YouTube channel? Nope. All right. Well, I got to tell you, but you, I'm going to, here's why you got to do it. Not only because of course, you know, it's a, an amazing new YouTube channel, but we do have a contest, a little bit of a sweepstakes going on right now. And that is if you are checking out the YouTube channel, you need to be sure to subscribe to it. In fact, 
if I'm doing my math right, this is the last week that you have an opportunity to do it because on the next episode, we will be drawing a name to give out not one, not two, but three ounces of Country Squire Tobacco. So if you want some of that, you've got to get on it. So head over to YouTube. You can uh, actually, if you go to CountrySquireRadio.com and click our YouTube link, uh, you can subscribe to us there. Here's the kicker, though. Got to head over to Twitter and tweet us, letting us know that you've done this. That's how we're able to track it. Uh, And more importantly, it's uh, we we like to retweet it out and let people know, hey, you know, you're you're on board. So (laughs) it's it's a good thing. Sweet. Well, okay, um, Timothy, it's it's been far too long since you've been on. Agreed. And so, you know, I'd, I'd love for you to be on a little bit more uh, regularity. And, and, and look, I'll put it this way. Country Squire Radio is an open door, my friend. Anytime you want to uh, walk on through it, you are more than welcome to. Well, that's a warm invitation. I appreciate that. I mean, we'll push you through the door when we have to, but, <laughs> <laughs> but we only do that about once a year. So any, anytime <laughs> that you want to. Uh, I know you're you're most welcome. Where can the folks keep up with you and, and what's going on in your ministry? Um, well, they can always come to Morrison Heights if they're interested, uh, working with the college ministry. Um, but as far as social media goes, I'm one Christian guy on all fronts. And so you can find me on Twitter at one Christian guy or Instagram or, or whatnot. Just one Christian guy, one word. All right. Sounds good. And that's uh, that's written out one. It is. Okay. O-N-E. Yeah. Three three words as one word. <laughs> <laughs> and the three words became one. Excellent, man. Well, of course, they can also find you at the Country Squire. Many of our listeners who have mm-hmm. made their pipe pilgrimage have also come in and uh, been ecstatic to find you there. Uh, in fact, I've, I remember actually while we were in New Orleans. Oh, gosh, I'm blanking on the guy's name. He was one of my favorite people. Uh, he had mentioned that he had met you when he made his pipe pilgrimage. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and had met John David at, I think, I don't, I think he had met him before New Orleans and then he met me in New Orleans. And so he felt like he had collected all three. Right. And we even talked about, we need like baseball cards or something like that. that <laughs> we can hand out if you make your pipe pilgrimage, like if you find all, you know, if you find all of us, that's <laughs> awesome. Cause it's tricky, man. Of course you're there every Saturday yes. pretty much, right? I'm there every Saturday and 95% of Fridays. Okay. All right. All right. So if you're, if you're looking to, uh, to get that one, to put that punch card in, to cross that one off of your, uh, bingo or Jenga or <laughs> what is it? The, uh, no, it's bingo, bingo card, right? Your country square radio bingo card. If you want to get Timothy knocked out, that's uh, time to do it and over on Saturdays. Uh, and then of course, uh, you can also keep up with the Country Squire. You can follow uh, the uh, store's accounts at underscore Country Squire. You can, of course, go to the shop online to find wonderful products like uh, any these wonderful uh, pipe tobaccos that you've heard throughout the uh, the last past year as we've been discussing them. Head over to thecountrysquireonline.com uh, to find those pro- find products. You can follow me at The Real Bo York. Uh, you can keep up with John David at John David Cole, who will be re- returning next week. You can follow the store. You can follow the show at Squire Radio. <laughs> I'm not used to doing this by myself, man. It's, it's throwing me off. Uh, and then, of course, you can find links to all this. We'll make it crazy easy. Head over to countrysquireradio.com. Just remember that. That's got the links to everything that you need including the link to our YouTube channel where you can subscribe and get your name in that sweepstakes. Nailed it. Yeah, I think I think that's pretty good. Oh boy. <laughs> Look, we got an exciting year coming up in 2016. Some amazing things going on. Of course, we'll be announcing the winner to that sweepstakes next episode. We will hopefully uh, be announcing, if not next week, in the coming weeks, a brand new contest unlike anything that we have ever done that I am super, super excited about. So stay tuned. Head over to iTunes, write us a review, do all that wonderful stuff. And until next week, Timothy, let's go have a year. Ah, how exciting. (laughs) You've been listening to Country Squire Radio. For more information on this and other shows, please visit Pottery.com. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 